This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500 Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money Show. It's Tuesday, December 13th, and we are here answering financial questions and also presenting fabulous content that maybe is not associated with a listener per se, but associated with my day job, which is I am the CBS News Business Analyst. So uh, last week I went on the air on our program, CBS Mornings, to discuss what it means to actually start having a family because one of our hosts, Vladimir Dutier, is preparing to be a father. So they kind of got me on the side. They're like, hey, you know, what can we do? We're going to do a segment about how Vlad can prepare financially to be a parent. And so we put the segment together, which I thought was really cool because I think so many of you might be thinking about how you prepare to have a baby. So to that end, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put this segment on and you'll hear it. So who are you going to hear? You're going to hear me. You're going to hear Tony DeCopel, Gail King, Vladimir Dutier, and Nate Burleson. Those, everyone's at the table. We're talking about this. There's like a lot of chatter and laughing because it's like a happy segment. And sometimes we talk about hard things and this was a very happy segment. So here is the segment that aired last week about how to prepare for parenthood. We are continuing our series, Vlad to Dad, and Vlad is here. So now we are side by side. I love those graphics. graphics too. So good. Uh, Vlad, thank you very much for being here. We are going to walk you through. You're welcome. It's only my job, but it's your job. But this is a tough. This is a tough talk today. We're talking yes, money. We're talking money. Uh, we're talking budgeting for your baby, which yes. is not an easy thing to no, do. No, it's not. Uh, because raising a child from birth until the age of 17 will cost parents almost three hundred thousand dollars according to the latest government data, and that is adjusted for inflation. So it's been going up. 
And that does not include the cost of college. Which almost doubles, I guess, right? When uh, you look at that number. Is it worth it? I don't know. CBS News. <laughs> News. Ah, I'll tell you the truth. He's signaling to his four children already. Don't go to school. <laughs> Grade school is just fine. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger here to uh, tell us what parents need to know. Uh, where does Vlad need to begin yes. here? Ooh, like, right, where, where, where does the budget so 300 start? 300 grand from the moment uh, our baby arrives, which is January 29th next year, uh, to the time that she goes to college. $300,000. That includes what? Let, that seems like way too big a number. So let's it break it back down. Okay. So I even for, think that's a low number. It, yeah, it okay. may be. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. I was like, let me go back and look at my bank account. Yeah, 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 it wasn't no 300 number. grand. So let's yeah. start with how much do you spend right now? Because until we figure that out, we're not going to be able to adjust your budget. So everybody watching who's thinking about having a child, there are some things that you know you have to cut back on when the kid comes, right? Some of my friends who have who are married or coupled and don't have children, they call it their single life when they're spending and living large. Right. So you want to figure out what are you spending now? Then we've got to add in a lot of costs. We have to have the cost of actually having a child. We have to have the cost of things like diapers. And there are tons of resources for this and clothing. And a lot of those things are going to continue for the near term and then also the long term. But I think what's most important in this process is to just get a grip today. Mm -hmm. Then we can adjust for the future. One of the things that's interesting to me is it feels as if, and correct me if I'm wrong, that the majority of the costs involved in raising children have to do with education and medical expenses. If you're buying an extra Happy Meal when you're at McDonald's, that's not really putting a. I don't know. There are 365 budget. days in the year. The amount of like dribs and drabs dollars that fall out of my pocket with like, oh, I forgot the water bottle. We got to buy one. Oh, someone's hungry. We don't have snacks. Right. Little so things that accumulate. It's, 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 it's not bills just and bills and but bills. But I think, of and course, they need clothes. Exactly. Unfor yeah, unfortunately, you have to feed them <laughs> and clothing. Yeah. But I, I do have, think the yeah. number Darn. one issue that we need to address is child care. Yeah. Because yes. this yes. is a cost that has ballooned, and it was always an expensive uh, line item before the pandemic. Since the pandemic, costs of childcare average, and I'm telling you, average $10,000 a year. So think about the average household in the United States, mm. which earns about $67,000. Right. $10,000 for childcare. So what do you need to do? You need to do a lot of research about what is the cost of care in my area? How can I get babysitters? Should I be getting nannies? Should I be thinking about this? Are there resources? Does my workplace provide mm. for childcare? A lot of companies after the pandemic threw that in as a benefit. It's an amazing benefit. And what you can do is try to put pre-tax dollars away to save for some of those costs. Very important to do that. You get Uncle Sam's help. And there are also, for many people who are at the lower end of the earning income stream, many of those people are able to qualify for credits. So again, I'm sorry to say that you're doing a lot of research on breathing and having babies. You also have to do research on what is available in your area for helping you out with the, these costs. But is there a magic number that you, you could say to Vlad, you know... On a yearly basis, this is what you should plan on for your baby. Well, is I, there such a number? I think that it really depends on your lifestyle, right? right. Because well, he I, has a good lifestyle. I understand that. A good lifestyle. I understand that. But for example, as Tony said, there are certain fixed costs that are fixed. I mean, yes. you live in a house, so hopefully that's going to be fine. But if you were to add on, say, that ten thousand dollars for childcare, average, maybe inflated if you're on one of the coasts or live in a big city, if you add on the cost of diapers and formula and all those things, I think that you are. Are looking probably at somewhere around somewhere between again fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a year extra yeah. that you are not spending right now, and, and really that's quickly, a huge thing. Let me ask you about college. Preparing for college, should you start saving now, and how much per Yesterday. month? You should have started saving. Well, your, wait a second before you before you get into that. I, lawn I, mowing yes, when you were a kid. Yes, <laughs> yes, and. 
because I'm going to presume that you can start saving for college if you have your emergency reserve fund, if you have paid down your credit card debt, and if you are saving for your own retirement. Mm. Unless you have that, then no, you can't save for college. Mm. If you are going to save for college, the 529 plan is the most robust way to save for That's education. Awesome. You put an after-tax dollar in, but it grows without taxation. When your kid goes to school, you pull it out, no tax due. 529 plans, buy them directly through the states. Try to avoid buying them through brokers or advisors. It's really cheap and efficient to do it that way. Vlad, I got so much free stuff you can take off my hands. There you go. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customize paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, so during the segment, um, we talked a lot about childcare costs and budgeting. And, you know, one thing we didn't really talk about is how you factor in unpaid time off and whether or not people should make a decision about maybe having one parent stay home. But if you are thinking you're a two-income couple and now one of you is going to stay home, you know, it's pretty tough because I think, yes, there are some people where they go to work and they pay for daycare and it doesn't really make it worth it. But, you know, I would consider this, is your take-home pay more than the cost of care plus your commuting costs? That's the number one first question. Also, what does it mean about losing one income? Would you lose really valuable benefits? Would you lose like the better health care plan? Are you going to lose the retirement plan match? And even if you can afford to have someone stay at home, leaving the workforce can really reduce your future, future earning potential. That's a massively big change that could impact you for decades in the future. So that's a biggie. Now, Mark, of course, Vlad's like, when can I start saving for college? And we talked about the 529 plan. I think he was excited about it, but I think I, I tried to make the point about, please, please, please make sure you've got your big three covered. One of the other things that we did not get to is about adding a baby to your insurance plan. Now, when you guys had Theo, how did you decide which plan to go with? Did you just go look and see who had a better health plan or what? No, we, we went with Amanda right off the bat because we knew she was going to have health insurance no matter what. And with me, it was kind of, you know, the situation was always kind of up in the air. So it was a little uncertainty there. So we just stuck them with Amanda. And if you are both working, you may want to see which one of your plans has better coverage, right? And also whether your OBGYN and the pediatrician is covered by the plan. If you don't have insurance, maybe you're both self-employed. 
Uh, you know, you can get coverage under the Affordable Care Act because having a baby qualifies you for one of those special enrollment periods. And you can apply within 60 days after your baby's birth uh, and the plan will cover you. So that's kind of cool. Um, know what else that I didn't get to do? I didn't get to do a super duper nudge, which is about life insurance. Now, when did Amanda get a life insurance? Before or after Theo? Before. We did all that when we bought our new apartment. Oh, really? That's interesting. Because it was a huge mortgage. Oh, okay. Because I think that a lot of people think, oh, I'll just wait till I have the baby. But a lot of stuff can happen during childbirth. Not like horrible stuff. I mean, more like you can develop some some things that occur health-wise that preclude you from getting life insurance. So you absolutely should purchase enough insurance to cover living expenses for the survivor, a lump sum maybe to fund future education, money to provide for future retirement needs. You know, just go to one of those life insurance calculators. They're out there, okay? And of course, we always love term life insurance and do check that out. Guess what else I didn't get to nudge them about, Mark, when it comes to life insurance and, you know, my favorite thing, death and dying. Estate. You bet. We were having like so much fun during the segment. I was like, oh, I'm not bringing them all down. But I got to be honest with you. I don't understand these parents who don't have their estate documents. And I know I nudge people all the time on this program, on our other programs. Just do it because, you know, guardianship is a weird thing. You better have real conversations. And if you can't decide on the perfect person, just decide on a person. How about that? Any person will do. We'll do even a placeholder. Did you get the sense that anything surprised him in terms of the expenses? There was a stat that they threw out at the top. It is basically, if you raise a child from birth until they're 17, it's going to cost you almost $300,000. Gail's like, there's no way that's too low a number. But like, that's because, you know, it is probably a low number, but that's like the average. And so I think what was surprising was when I put it in the frame, I'm like, look, the average cost of childcare is 10 grand a year. It doesn't sound like a lot if you're making a lot of money. But if you think about it, the average household, if median household income is 67,000 and you're popping 10 grand on top of that, that's a huge number. And that is one of the big issues right now in this country about like why some people are not going back into the labor force because childcare is so expensive. And, you know, we talk about it all the time. We have young parents who come on the air and like they spend 30 grand a year on childcare. They spend $25,000 here. That's $40,000 in a city. Like those are real numbers. So that's when I think people make a decision about staying home. Like if I think about it in terms of the young people that I work with, right? You're a young producer. Let's say you make $75,000 in New York City and you've got to pay $40,000 out of pocket for childcare. So when you look at your 75 and your take-home pay goes down to 50 and your commuting costs, you're like, you know what? Forget it. I'm breaking even. So that's when I think you make that decision, right? The cost is crazy. I mean, for us, like, you know, when Theo from two to three, he was in private daycare. And now now that he's three on, we have him in the public school system. Once he was in the public school system and that daycare tuition came off the books, it's almost like we got a part-time job. That's how much extra money was coming in. Shocking. It's all very shocking. It really is. So, I mean, look, I don't say that having a baby is not a financial decision. You have a baby because you want to have a baby, but there are financial implications. So all we hope that we have done with this segment is just raise your, just your awareness that like you can actually get ahead of it a little bit just with some planning. And also that, you know, you don't have to 
you don't have to be an all or nothing kind of person. There are gray areas in all of these decisions. So if you're having a baby, you're thinking about having a baby, maybe your kids are having babies and you want to help and you're the grandparent, I'd love to hear from you because these are the issues that are really critical in people's lives. These issues can really set you back or set you up for a much easier future. So give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and complete your form. And we'd love to talk to you about this. It's so much fun. If you get to the end of the form, there's a little box that says, would you like to join us on the air? Just click it. Mark does everything else. While you're on the website, don't forget, we've got another podcast. It's called Jill on Money. You should subscribe to that. You should also read all the great content on the website. You should sign up for the free weekly newsletter, but also you should pre-order my new book. It's called The Great Money Reset, and it is coming out in uh, just over a month. So check it out because when you pre-order the book, you will be entitled to join us for a webinar in February, which is going to be a blast. All right. Mark Talercio is the co-host and the executive producer of this program. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Try to do something nice for someone else today. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.